another episode of the Men's Wear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker. On this episode, I'm going to talk to returning guest Matt Spacer, editor of Bondsuits.com. Matt and I go way back, probably, I want to say the second episode of the podcast. And since then, we became fast friends and together we decided to knuckle down and write a book on the style of James Bond. The book is entitled From Tailors With Love, An Evolution of Menswear Through the Bond Films, and I'm happy to say it's now available to buy through our publisher, Bear Manor Media, or through Amazon. Just type in From Tailors With Love and we should come up. Alternatively, do check out the show notes for links over at menswearstyle.co.uk. And I thought I'd have a quick chat with Matt about the book. This was a project that took the two of us nearly four years to complete, so from labours with love. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Here is Matt to introduce himself in his own words. Yeah, so um, about ten and a half years ago, I started a website that is now known as Bondsuits.com. So with Bondsuits, I have uh, discussed pretty much all of the clothes that James Bond has ever worn. I, I write blogs about them, get into the nitty-gritty details about them. Sometimes I talk to other people about them. I try to look at every angle relating to Bond's clothing and, and how it can help us be better dressed. Right. And what I loved about the blog earlier on was just how granular you got and how detailed you got. I mean, it was it was literally you were the authority on the site. There was no kind of ambiguity. There was no, oh, yeah, let's go and find out for sure because i'm sure he's just guessing and putting this together you know very slapdash it was it, it's always been a very concise place for people to go and i think uh, people have that safety when they come to you that they know that they're getting the goods so i guess my yeah. question my question is like who taught you in a way how did you kind of get to know all of the things that people can read about on your blog um you know i i i i spent a lot of time just um, trying to you know read about clothes, wear clothes, you know, visit clothing shops and look at the clothes, talk to the people who make the clothes. Um, you know, I, I think just any general knowledge about clothes um, can help with, with this. And I, I, I just I just wanted to know everything I could about menswear. So the, that that helped me, you know, to identify what I'm seeing. So. It, I guess that that's kind of what it's what it really was. It's yeah. Just, I just ha- you know, just this. It's knowing about clothes before I know about James Bond. Yeah, having that window in, and I I remember back in the day when you would you would talk about going down to tailors and ordering swatches from them, and that kind of really struck out to me because I thought I wonder if we're slightly losing that in today's age where you can just go onto Google and you can pretty much find what you want without having any kind of that palpable tactile experience of actually touching the cloth or seeing how different cloths compared to other cloths. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we, yeah. I mean, we have blogs like yours now. We can just kind of go on, get the info, but we don't really have the hands-on experience with these clothes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, I, I did. Uh, I remember ordering a few different cloth swatches to find out uh, about one of the Goldfinger suits. There's a there's a suit in Goldfinger that no one's ever been quite sure what it is, and I, I ordered a whole bunch of different cloth swatches from some English, uh, you know, some from you know from English um, cloth merchants to find out, you know, just to get a better handle on 
what this cloth could be because it, it was an unusual one. Mm. Um, but but I think well, I mean it's 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 all good to you know to look at swatches, but it's it's a lot more important to actually wear these types of clothes to understand how they drape, how they feel, how the cuts are. Right. Because there's only so much you can get from, from not, you know, just from, from looking at the clothes, from even from touching the clothes, but wearing them opens up all these new windows to what these things are um, that you can't find out any other way. That's interesting. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't always think of that thing. I guess it, you don't always think of these things. I guess the next step up from that is to make the clothes. <laughs> I mean, I remember. Yes. Yeah. That That's a whole other step. Um, that's so going to a I black could, belt. Yeah. <laughs> the best I can do is just talk to tailors and uh, find out, you know, learn from them. Yeah. Now, excellent. No, the best way. So Matt, well, we're going to just fast track all the way to present day. Uh, we, we wrote a book while well, we had some early discussions on would it be possible to write a book? Had you ever been approached or interested to write a book on the style of James Bond and to take it perhaps one step beyond the blog? And I guess my question is, have you, and, and a, I should say the book is out. It's done. You and I have finished the project that's taken near on four years to complete. Um, from Taylors with Love, An Evolution of Menswear Through the Bonds film. So available on Amazon by the time you're hearing this. I guess my, uh, what I wanted to ask though, had you ever thought about writing a book before you and I met? You know, I, I had thought about it. Uh, it didn't take long after starting my blog for people to ask me to write a book. Right. Just, my fans would just be asking, well, when are you going to write a book on the subject? And, and I'd only been probably doing the blog for less than a year by that point. Oh, interesting. I remember someone actually printed out your whole blog and sent you that, right? No, he didn't send it to me. He just told me about it. He ah. printed it out and put it into like a binder or something. <laughs> That's mega. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I was quite flattered at that. Mm-hmm. When he but, started uh, selling it on eBay, though, for yeah. people to pop. That's you know, I, I do prefer that people look at it on the internet rather than print it out because sometimes I do go back in and make some small tweaks to things. And, you know, so, uh, and as I learn more, I might go back and update something or might add something that I left out before. So, yeah. so it's, I think it's something that people can, should, you know, go back and check up on rather than uh, print it out and just look at the hard copy. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I think for anyone that's listening to this that actually spends a lot of time on their blog or on their website, they might appreciate that it's never, ever going to be finished, right? It's like the Sagrada Familia. It's the cathedral that people will keep on building and won't be done in your generation because there's still stuff to learn. There's still stuff to find out. I mean, only in the last couple of years has been the uh, the Fundables website, which for people that are not familiar, it's the unofficial James Bond picture archive where uh, a gentleman called Marty started collating a load of photos, um, stills, production, behind-the-scenes photos of James Bond, and eventually it beca- it kind of overtook him. You know, it, this huge groundswell of photos have now been updated and uploaded to a database, and you can go in and you can find out new things about clothes that way, you know, angles on the clothes that you've not seen before. Uh, so there's there's always stuff out there that you can learn and implement and add to the blog, right? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. One of the good things about a blog is that it's never done, and you can always go back and change things, add to it, fix it. Yeah. Whereas a, with a book, once the book is out, it's out. I mean, that's you can always make another edition of the book, but it's pretty much done once once you've uh, published it, isn't it? Yeah. No. This this one's done. 
<laughs> and, and you and I had many, uh, many late additions to this book. So we, uh, we had a good publisher in the end who was, who was quite understanding and flexible with our, our late additions. Because, I mean, we, yeah. we, well, let's, perhaps I can ask you what were the most challenging parts of the process for you when you think back on the book now? Uh, was there anything that stood out to you that you thought, crikey, this is, this is a lot of work now? Yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I mean, I, I think a lot of it was, I, I think it was probably just the most challenging thing was just getting in touch with a lot of the people that we wanted to talk to. What, right, Pete? Yeah, what, no. Yeah. I, I think that getting in touch with the people that we wanted to talk to was probably the most challenging because it was the thing that was, that, that we had the least control over. That's true. I mean, so early on, we, we soon stumbled upon the idea that it was going to be the story of the tailors and the brand and the costume designers, rather than maybe in an extension of your blog, which you'd already covered so well, which is to describe the clothes. This was going to be a story told from the people that made the clothes and were involved with the process of these clothes. And getting hold of some of these people. I mean, like I say, a lot of them sadly aren't with us anymore. The ones that are, you know, they're not always front and center and available on Instagram. They're, they're not like out there on a website waiting for us to give them a call and find them. So it, it was difficult and we had to find a few nifty tricks, a few inroads, you know, uh, to actually get some of these people on the phone. So yeah, you're right. I think that was, that was certainly one of the most challenging parts was to actually get hold of the people in, in the first place. Yeah. But I would say that that was probably the most satisfying part of this was, was um, talking to these people, learning from them. That was, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the people that did actually come, I mean, we've interviewed, I think over about 40 people offhand. I think it's about 40 odd people that we managed to ensnare to tell us their story and, you know, we would, <laughs> the costume designers, like, for example, that did some of the Roger Moore films, you know, we would actually uh, sign up to IMDb, wouldn't we, for like a month, yeah. right? The IMDb Pro, signing yeah. up to that. And, uh, and, and then I think I got stuck, stuck with a bill because I, well, there's a trial period and then there's, then it's very expensive. And I think I got stuck with that bill, but I, I believe I was able to get the refund on that, but you did. It, it, oh. it, was, it was it was worth it. it was, I, whatever it was, it was was worth putting up with. Dang it! Yeah, I didn't get the refund. I should have, I should oh, have no. So yeah, we're well, both of us. Uh, so anyone out there, this is this was actually a very handy tool for us. We signed up to IMDb, and of course, all the actors and all of the cast members. It's a it's a brilliant site, IMDb. I think it's probably uh, taken for granted, but there really is a such a welter of information about the movies on there but the people involved as well and then you know if you sign up to the pro package you can get the the number for example of a pr person or an email for a, a contact agent and then that just gets you the next step down the road i mean there's still a lot more work to do to get hold of the people that you want to get hold of but these are the doors that can be opened for you and it's just yeah that i, I do remember that process and the actual thrill, I think, of getting the people to tell these stories that, you know, are nowhere else that, you know, some of the people that we got on, on to talk about the clothes of James Bond. I mean, I'm, I'm just so thrilled personally that we've managed to get these people to tell their story because that it's otherwise they'll just be lost in the ether. Um, you know, they're not documented anywhere else. So, uh, yeah, so we're 
that you're right. I think that was one of the most thrilling parts for me anyway, uh, for this process of the book. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the, that was the, that's the best part. And it's, it's, the, it's the reason to read this book. It, it's uh, because we, we wanted people to tell their, and they told us these stories and we were just passing them on. And the, these are the stories that are worth telling. Um, you know, any good story is a story about people. I, I think the story about a suit is, is generally not going to be as exciting as a person's story. Yes. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. It's, a, it's very much a people story. And I, know, I like how you phrase it all the time. The most interesting stories are always the ones about people. Um, so whilst this is a journey about menswear, James Bond and the clothes, it's really about the, the people that made the clothes and why and their lives and, and how interesting their lives were. Yeah, I mean, that is something that critics will bring up about the Daniel Craig era of the James Bond series and how it's it's a much more character-driven story than Bond ever was before. Although for, for me, I still prefer the older Bond films. Hmm. But, 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 um, but, but the critics, at least, uh, they'll probably, they, they approve of the character-driven story. Here's a question for you, Matt. Uh, and uh, it's only just come to front of mind, but do you think that you get on better with some of the people in the James Bond community, the ones that like the James Bonds that you like? For example, I know you're a huge fan of Moonraker, a huge fan of Roger Moore, and that's not everybody's go-to when they think of James Bond. But the people like, I mean, for me, example, you know that my favorite Bond is Roger Moore. Um, I feel like we've you know, had a good foundation of friendship built upon that. Whereas if someone else comes in and they go, oh, you know, I'm a bit more of a, a bit more of a Craig fan. It's, it, do, you, do you feel like you have to work harder to kind of get I, I think so. Yeah, probably. I, I think that uh, it's just, it's, it's so different. I mean, being, being a fan of any of the James Bonds before Craig, I, I feel like I, I can relate to that more than I can to the Daniel Craig. Because um, the Daniel Craig Bonds, Bond films, the character, it's a lot different than it was before. And is it the character that you're not a fan of? Is it the clothes you're not a fan of? Or is it kind of a, an amalgamation of all these? It's more of the character. I mean, there's some of the clothes I, I love and some I don't. Mm. Uh, and I think, you know, we, we talk about these clothes from, we, at least from the book. I know we, we try to um, not bring our own opinions into it. And I, I, we understand that people love the Daniel Craig clothes. And, and the clothes had such a big impact on on fashions you know, the past 15 years. Mm. So, so you know, and, and we, we can't ignore that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I know when we gave a, a press copy to a, to a friend in the community, uh, he said that he was very tempted to rush to the Daniel Craig era because the book does have to tell its story. It has to go through chronologically of, you know, Connery, Lazenby, Moore, et cetera. Um, and it's interesting if if your favorite Bond is Daniel Craig, for example, you might be tempted to rush straight to the final third of the of the book. Or, but I think it's there is. So my point is, we had to pay a lot of attention to each of the Bond and kind of give each of them the story that they deserved, right? And but without kind of overdoing it for each yeah. for each Bond. But, but but it's also one continuous story. And so, you know, Daniel Craig is just one is just the last part of the story. Mm. It's like it, it, you can't just skip to the last part of your of the story. If you you put on a film and you and you just want to go watch the last uh, you know twenty minutes of it, 
mm-hmm. it's it's great if you want that after you know the whole context of the film. You can you can go back and watch that the you know the last uh, you know that last big battle of uh, you know in 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 in, uh, in, in like Honor Majesty's Secret Service. It's a great scene. I want to go back and watch that again because it's just such an exciting moment. And it's so much fun to watch it. But yeah. but um, if I just went to do that the first time watching the film, it, it wouldn't have <laughs> any meaning. And I I feel like you know the this book ha- is the same is the same thing. You can't yeah. just go skip to the end because then you won't have the context. Yeah, that's true. I like that. But but, but, if, you, but, but if you want to go back and 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 read it again afterwards, to you know to and because if, if that's your favorite part, you want to go back and read that again. That's great. Yeah. Is there a favorite part in the book for you? I mean, maybe it might be an interview, maybe it might be a, a certain film, but is there something where you, where we got to the part in the book that you really liked? I, I think it, it's probably going to be, well, it, I, I mean, I don't know if it'd be, I, but I'd say it's probably the stuff that has to do with Roger Moore. Um, yeah. it, it, it's not just because Roger Moore is my favorite Bond. It's because I, I was just, I, I felt like this is the stuff, these are the clothes that I'm very interested in. I think we got some really interesting um, material about the tailors, the shirt maker who worked on these. So th- those are probably some of my favorite things. You know, just, I mean, there, there was the, I mean, there's the whole Frank Foster shirt maker chapter. Yeah. And because that, I mean, that is of course one of my favorite parts because he's someone that, that made, that made shirts for me as well. And, and it feels very personal. But I think I think um, some of the information that we're able to, to find out about uh, Roger Moore's tailors, uh, Doug Hayward and Cyril Castle, though, those are some of my like, I think some of the best stories, some of the most interesting stories, um, the ones that I'm most interested in. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I mean, because we've had to not only did we write it, but we had to proofread it and go over it and kind of iron out creases. And I mean, we were in this sandbox for about four years. And I know that after many a proofread, whenever I'd get to the Roger Moore section, I would go, I I, I just knew that we had something. I knew that this is the point where I'm going, oh, I'm unsure if this is any good. Is anyone going to be interested in it? Is this just for us? Is this just for Bond fans? Is this just for menswear fans? But as soon as we hit a couple of the the stories in the Roger Moore section, this this kind of came to life for me. And I think that is largely in part to some of the interviews that we had, like you say, the Frank Foster interview. Uh, for the people that don't know, Frank Foster is no longer around anymore. You went down and you interviewed him back in the day and you got about, I don't know, how two to three hours of him on tape. And that chat was just some of the most uh, interesting and I mean, he was just so charismatic. He had so many great stories. He was such a talented shirt maker. And it, it just, everything that kind of came from him was just perfect for the book in so many ways. Yeah, that that's just, I mean, I got to go back and listen to that whole interview again. Because we, didn't, we did not include anywhere close to all of it in the book. But yeah. we wanted to include the stories that... Um, you know that that tell stories about um, himself, about many of the uh, famous people that he worked with, the and and how he dealt with them. Mm. I think that's what really makes it special. It's, it's not about the people that he that he um, you know that that he made shirts for, but it's about how he worked with those people and put up with them. Yeah, 
I, I feel like that that's that's the uh, that that's the good part about about this because it's not just you know it's not just about you know it's just some story about about Cary Grant. It's a story mm-hmm. about about how he you know how about about how he worked with Cary Grant in a very unique way, all, all of his own. Him and Tony yeah. Curtis. Oh yes, the Tony Curtis. <laughs> the Tony Curtis story is worth the ticket price alone for this book, I'll tell you. Yeah, you know, I, I I do hope that that people can you know that this book isn't just for people who are a fan of James Bond clothes because mm. you know we we wanted this to be a, a book for people who are just into menswear. We wanted this to be a book for people who are just into James Bond. Yeah, uh, and for and also it's a great kind of. It's a, it's a great layout of history. Oh, I mean, it's called the evolution of menswear through James Bond films, but it's you know it has the evolution of the the tailors that moved from different tailoring houses to different places within London, and you know there's photos in the books of all of these places, like e, Ian Fleming's tailor. That's you know that that photo of that actual building is in the book, and you can almost use this book as something of a roadmap if you're going around London and kind of looking at some of the shops that you'd otherwise not even look twice at. But so much history has gone on in some of these buildings. And I think, again, that's a, I would like to say that this book has kind of got many uh, different tools and uses for many different people. Yeah, that, that, that's what I hope. Yeah. Well, Matt, thanks for coming on. Uh, it, it does feel a little bit surreal to kind of interview you about this. It's because <laughs> we can't really talk every day. So we, 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 uh, we're uh, we're familiar with the the textbook and the material, but uh, I was going to ask you: uh, Would you ever consider making another book, writing another book? Now this is all kind of done and dusted. Yeah, I would. I would consider it. Uh, it'd have to be something much different, though. Yeah, the Mission Impossible clothes. <laughs> <laughs> something something a little even more different than that. Right. Would you stick to tailoring, or do you think it would be something uh, completely different? No, I think I would try to find some other something else about clothing to write about. Probably not with film. Mm. Um, okay, I would, I would, well, write, I would, I would write another menswear book. All right, man. Well, I'd, I'd buy it. Thanks. I'd buy it, and you'll have to come back on maybe in another three years. We'll have you back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every hundred episodes, you'll have to come back on. All right, brilliant. Well, uh, people can obviously check out your blog, bondsuits.com place to go and on all the socials that's where they can find you and of course the book which is now available to available to buy just type in from tailors with love into amazon will come up and enjoy it 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 took a long time to get together but it, we're, we're very proud of it and also all the links can be found over on the show notes at menswearstyle.co.uk matt thanks for coming on great talking to you yeah thanks for having me all right mate catch you later Thanks, Matt. Once again, the book from Tailors with Love, An Evolution of Menswear Through the Bond Films, available to buy on Amazon. I host a podcast called From Tailors with Love. It's a weekly show that talks exclusively about cinematic style, if you want to check that out. And Matt runs the blog bondsuits.com, where you can learn more about the style of James Bond. I want to thank my editor Craig here for allowing us to promote the book on this show. Don't forget to check out the show notes over at menswearstyle.co.uk and we're also on the social at menswearstyle. If you want to be a guest on the show, tell us about your brand, tell us about your journey, maybe tell us about your book. You can email us here at info at menswearstyle.co.uk. 
Okay, until next time.